record this. All right, let's start with, start with a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are grateful for today. We thank you for your supernatural ability at work in our lives. We thank you for your presence that you have given to us as a gift. We thank you for your Holy Spirit that teaches us all things and quickens us into the experience of, of the realities that you teach us. We pray that as we um, gather together today to pray, we ask for the quickening of your spirit. We ask that you quicken our hearts to pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Cause that our prayers will have tangible effects and results in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we say thank you. To you be all the glory and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Um, all right. So I want to share today's a prayer meeting. So I'm praying predominantly because it's a prayer meeting. Um, but before we pray, I just want to share something very brief that would give us, you know, that would set us, um, set the ball rolling for tonight's prayer. Um, and also just to say that um, when we start praying, especially for those of us on, on um, Zoom, you can unmute your mic and let's pray together so we can stir each other up as we pray, all right? Uh, for those of us on Mixer, we may not be able to, I mean, we don't have that functionality but for those of us on zoom please i do encourage you when we start praying um if you're not in a noisy place please feel free to turn on your video turn on your mics so that we can pray together praise god i want to read a short story from second kings from the book of second kings chapter eight. Second kings chapter eight <clears throat> remember we've been talking about um times and seasons and that's the direction our prayer will be going today. Um, but also, you know, if you, if you had seen the flyer earlier, or if you're looking at my screen now, you, you see that there's a scripture I put there um, and a phrase I said, the season of favor has come. And it came to my heart, this was yesterday. And I strongly believe that, you know, we're in that season of favor. Um, and we're going to pray in that direction as well. And also just, you know, I'll show the possibility that, Occurs when a season of favor has come. So, Second Corinthians chapter eight, verse uh, three to six. Second Kings, I beg your pardon, not Corinthians. Second Kings chapter eight, verse three to verse six. Um. In fact, let, let me just let me read from verse one, so it gives us proper context. I'll just quickly read from verse one to verse six. Then spake Elisha unto the woman whose son had been restored to life, saying, Arise and go thou and thy household, and sojourn where, wheresoever thou, thou canst sojourn, meaning travel out. And the reason is because for the Lord had called for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land for seven years. So by, by insight, spiritual insight, Elisha knew that the famine was coming. And because this woman had been good to Elisha, um, in fact, because of Elisha's ministry, she had given birth to his son and the son had been raised back to life and all of that. And so Elisha told the woman, you know, travel and look for a place to stay because famine is coming on this land for seven years. Verse two says, and the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God. And she went with her household and um, sojourned in the land of, of the Philistines for seven years. Verse three, and it came to pass <clears throat> at the seven years end that the woman returned out of the land of the Philistines and she went forth to cry unto the king 
for her house and for her land. So this woman left her land and traveled for seven years because of the famine. Now, after the famine, after the seven years, years had elapsed and the famine had come to an end, she returned back. But of course, within seven years, a lot would have happened to the land. People must have, might have taken the land. Um, people might have just turned it into a, a dry place or done whatever with, with it, whatever they wanted to do with it, right? And so she came to the king and cried for her land. Now verse 4 says, And the king talked with Gehazi, the servant of the man of God, saying, Tell me, I pray thee, all the great things that Elisha had done. And it came to pass as he was telling the king how he had restored a dead body to life, that behold, the woman, or who, the woman whose son he had restored to life cried to the king for her house and for her land. And Gehazi said, My lord, O king, this is the woman and this is her son, whom Elisha restored to life. So Gehazi was, first of all, the king must have heard interesting stories about prophet Elisha. And he found out that, oh, Gehazi worked with Elisha. So call, invited Gehazi over, come and tell me stories. All these rumors of things that are miracles that Elisha did, are they true? Give me the gist yourself since you worked with him personally. And so um, Gehazi began to explain and even got to a part where he said to the king that, in fact, this man, Elisha, actually raised a dead boy from life. And the king was amazed. And it was that same moment that the woman had come, the woman whose son was raised to life had come to the king's palace, all right? And Gehazi simply said, in fact, look, look at the woman whose son was raised to life. And look at what happened next. Um, verse 6 says, and the king asked the woman, and when the king asked the woman, she told him, meaning she confirmed the, the information. So the king appointed unto her a certain officer, saying, Restore all that was hers and all the fruits of the field since the day that she left the land, even until now. Meaning that because of this story um, and her witness you know, of what had, had happened to her son, the king favored her and said, you know what? Ideally, you've left this land for seven years and it's fallow and everything. Without my help, you really cannot get it back, all right? And anybody could have laid, laid claim to it because you, you you traveled and you, it's almost like saying the woman japat from her country and went to a, another country. And after some time, she came back, you know, and her land wouldn't have been hers um, because of all the events that happened within, within those seven years. But the king said to her, and this was what favor does. Favor brings restoration. And that's what I'm trying to point here. The king said to the, one of his officers, go to her land, restore the land to her. If, if that was all the king did, that would have been enough. That would have been fantastic. That would have been a testimony. Should have gone to church that the next Sunday to testify that after seven years, her land was given back to her. That was enough testimony, but the king didn't stop there. He went further to say everything else that grew on the land within the last seven years, restore it back to her. That is amazing. Meaning that if somebody went to go and farm on her land, it, within those seven years, all that was harvested on that her land should be given back to her. And this is how God restores. God, you know, when first of all, when the season of favor comes, one of the things that you see in the season of favor is restoration. And God doesn't just restore exactly what you lost. No, he restores much more than what you lost. In fact, the Bible says that when the thief is caught, the thief is, um, the thief is made to pay back seven times 
what he had stolen. That's God's system of restoration. He doesn't just restore exactly what you lost. He restores much more than what you have lost. And we're going to pray also today for that restoration in our lives because there are, I, I sense that for many of us, there are seasons that we may have missed, opportunities that we may have missed, um, people, relationships that we may have missed, different things that we have missed. And we're going to pray today that God will restore. Hallelujah. So in this season of favor, um, restoration is one of the major things that we will see in this season of favor. Praise Jesus. Okay, so we're going to go next into prayer. But before we even, uh, you know, prayer restoration and all of that, I want us to start with a prayer of thanksgiving. That God has been faithful to us in different seasons. Uh, you know, one of the Bible studies I said to us that for some of us in this year alone, we've experienced different seasons just in this one year. For some people, you've only, you're currently in one season. Um, for others, you've you've been in one season for, for maybe the last three years. But I want us to pray and, and thank God for being with us all through the seasons of our lives, all through the seasons um, of our lives, all right? Um, before I continue, I just want to confirm, please, um, if we can hear us, hear me, sorry, um, on Mixellar and on Zoom. You could just drop a comment, you could drop a thumbs up or something, just to be sure that you can hear me <clears throat> before I proceed, before we prayer, all right? Just confirm that you can hear me. You could drop a message or um, just drop something. Okay, I see a thumbs up. Thank you, Rosie. Anyone else on Mixellar, please confirm you can hear me as well. Okay. We um, so I'm sure those on Zoom. Okay, fantastic. Thank you. Um, I'm sure those of us on Zoom can hear us. Please, for those of us on Mixellar, do confirm that you can hear me um, as we proceed. Okay, so we're going to start with um, a prayer of thanksgiving, like I said, and I want to read Psalm 46, verse 1 and 2, just to show us why we should thank God. Um, Psalm 46, verses 1 and 2. Psalm 46, verse 1 and 2. Remember, when the season of favor comes, um, restoration also happens. Restoration comes. Okay, so Psalm 46 says, verse 1, God is our refuge <clears throat> and strength. He says, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried away, in, be carried in, into, into the midst of the sea. So what I want us to thank God for today is for being a present help in every season of our lives. You know, you, you might be in a season where, let's say, let me use finances for instance now, because it's, it's easy to relate with. You might be in a season where um, you can easily afford the things you desire without having to budget so much about it. You can easily just wake up and say, okay, I want a new phone. And by evening, you've got a new phone or I want a, I want a new whatever. I can easily afford that. But then if you look back, you know, you see that there were seasons where in your life where you could not afford, you needed to maybe save, calculate, squeeze, budget, and do all of that before you could afford that. In those seasons, God was present, you know, and he's still present in this season. And it's easy to forget how God helped us especially in dark seasons, right? When we have moved into seasons of, of spaciousness or seasons of light, or seasons of um, buoyancy, right? It's easy to forget those seasons of or, or dark seasons or valley seasons. And I don't want us to do that today. I want us to intentionally thank God for being, pres for being a present help to us in every season of our lives. 
seasons maybe where we're, we're grieving, God was present. Seasons where it's we didn't understand what was going on, God was present. Seasons where your business wasn't just picking up, you're trying and you were looking for one customer, God was present. Seasons when you had a hundred customers, God is present. So I want us to start by thanking God for, um, for being present in the seasons of our lives. Hallelujah. And I want you to do this reflecting, you know, thinking of the various seasons that you have gone through. Um, think of the various seasons. Just think of your life. Think of last year to, um, to even start with. And in case nothing is coming to your mind, think of COVID, right? Think of the COVID year. Um, how God saw you as an individual and then saw all of us as a country and your family and all of that. So I want you to think about that and begin to give God thanks and glorify his holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. So I just want us to begin to pray right now. I'm saying, Father, thank you. Thank you for being with us, um, for being present in every season of our lives, for being a present help in every season of our lives. Oh, Jesus, we say thank you. When we didn't have much were with us, when we didn't have anybody you were with us, when it seemed like um, there was no option, you were with us. And Lord, we say thank you. Oh, in the seasons of darkness, you were with us. Jesus, we say thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Jesus, we thank you. Marisco Sula Bracanda Sukali Barasco Tabakaya. We thank you for being present in our lives. Oh, we thank you. Through the various seasons of our lives, through the hills and the valleys, we are present. Oh, Commander Susale, through I, I, in the highs and in the lows, you were present. You have been a present help. You did not desert us, oh Lord, even in moments of our unfaithfulness, when our actions were not um were not worthy of your love and your your your, your kindness, you were still present. You never left us. We say thank you. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we say thank you. We come to give you glory and we give you the praise for being a present help in times of need, for being a present help in every season of our lives. Oh, Jesus, we say thank you. Father, we thank you for being a present help in every season of our lives. Father, we thank you. Oh, Father, we thank you. We do not take for granted your presence, your deliverance, your sustenance, your, your preservation. We do not take it for granted. And we come to say thank you. Father, we thank you. Oh, for the seasons where we, we, we lost confidence in ourselves, where we didn't even know what was going on. But Lord, you kept, you kept your word to us. You showed yourself faithful. Oh, Jesus, we say thank you. Marando we say thank you. 
Oh Jesus, we say thank you. Elama solom brasgiza si haliba raskos kiza si karabasonto kuribababa palakoribagarika baraskas kiza si anta. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you. And I want you to extend this thanksgiving also to your family, not just for yourself, but your family. Thank God for the seasons of preservation, for the seasons of deliverance. Thank God for the seasons of protection, the seasons where your family was under attack, but the Lord delivered you all from it. I want to say thank you. Thank God for bringing a present help in times of need. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for bringing a, a present help, for being our present help, our present help, our present help through all the seasons of our lives, even in seasons where we had abundance or, or where we are currently experiencing abundance. We say thank you. And I want you to also go ahead and intentionally thank God for this season. Thank God for the current season you are in. I do not know what season you may be in right now, but I want you to say thank you. I want you to say, Father, thank you. Thank you for this season of my life this season that I'm going through. Thank you for the events and activities of this season. And I thank you because you are my present help in this season. You may be in a season where you don't know what will happen in the next one month. You don't know about your family, about your job. And there are just so many things that are uncertain. I want you to say thank you. God, I want you to praise God and thank him because he's a present help. Even in this season of your life, he's a present help. Even in this moment, even in seasons where your understanding is, is unfruitful, where you do not know what will happen next, where your calculations are pro and projections are failing, where your estimations are not coming to fruition. I want you to say, Father, thank you. Because even when I am weak, when I do not know what to do, you are my present help. You are my present help. Oh, Rabba Sonde Lika Barasco Sukatakila Barasca Santalaba, Rudeke Balasco Zanentos, Radeco Gabagashandala Baruska Bacatacura Baba Santana. Jesus, we say thank you. Father, we thank you. Maleco Rabba Sikaya, we thank you for being present <clears throat> through the various seasons of our lives. We say thank you. For being present through the various seasons of our lives. Oh, Jesus, we bless your holy name. Jesus, we bless your holy name. Galo Father, we bless you, Lord. We bless you, we bless you, we bless you. We say thank you. Thank you for being present through the seasons of our lives. We say thank you. Oh, we bless your holy name. We bless your holy name for being a present help. The Bible says, even though the mountain shakes, oh, la bakato, sula bakatakaya. We say thank you. Because because we've been through seasons where the mountains shook. We've been through seasons where there was a shaking, where there was a shaking, where the, the waters roared at us, where circumstances roared at us. But Lord, you were our present help. You have been our present help. You have been our present help. And we say thank you. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we bless your holy name. Oh, Jesus, we worship you. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah to your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we have given thanks. In Jesus' name, we have given thanks. Amen. You can type your amens in the chat so that I know we are together. And like I announced earlier, don't forget you can unmute your mic. Um, for those of us on Zoom, you can unmute your mic and let us pray together and as we stay ourselves.
Hallelujah. The next thing I want us to pray for is a prayer of repentance. You know, if you'll be following the um, study, one of the things that we, we're, we've been able to discover from God's word is that seasons don't last forever. And what God does in his faithfulness and his kindness is to give us seasons that would help accelerate us in life or accelerate us in whatever it is that um, the, the, the situation might be. Um, you know, what comes to mind is, so think of an escalator, for instance, or think, yeah, just think of an escalator. You climb on it and it moves you quicker, right? Um, more than someone who would be using his fiscal steps or at least with less effort, all right? So seasons are like that. And if you if you don't jump on the season, just like an escalator, if you don't climb the escalator, the, what the escalator should do, right, will not be done in your own life. The escalator is supposed to carry your weight over that um, flight of stairs so that you, you, there is less effort and less pressure for you. And that's what seasons do for us. But sometimes, and, and many times, believers and um, people in general miss the seasons that God has given to them. And I want us to pray a prayer of repentance. And just say, Father, we repent for every season and opportunity you gave us that was wasted due to our ignorance, fear, negligence, hardness of heart, or anything like that. I want us to just pray and say, Lord, I repent. I repent. And just, I may not know the seasons that you have missed, but if you set your heart, you, those seasons will come up to you. Maybe it was an opportunity for you to, God give you an opportunity to start a business or to, you know, get a job opportunity um, or a relationship that God brought into your life. And the purpose of that relationship was to accelerate you in life, but you did not handle it properly. I want us to start with a prayer or go further rather with a prayer of repentance and say, Lord, I repent for every season that was wasted, for every relationship that was wasted, for every opportunity that was wasted. Lord, I repent in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. All right, let us make, go ahead with this prayer and just say, Lord, I repent. I repent for every wasted season. I repent for every missed opportunity. I, I just repent. This is a prayer of repentance. And I want us to um, pray this from our hearts in the name of Jesus Christ for the next five minutes. I just want us to pray and say, Lord, I repent. I repent. I have not been faithful with some of the seasons you've given unto me. I have not been faithful with the relationship that you brought my way. I have not been faithful with even the opportunities that you've given me. And Lord, I repent for every opportunity that was wasted. I repent in the name of Jesus Christ. In fact, some of you have a feeling the guilt of an opportunity that was wasted. Some of you are feeling the guilt of a relationship that was wasted. Maybe that relationship should have taken you um, seven steps faster than your normal pace, but you, you know in your heart that you did not utilize it well. Maybe you were ignorant. Maybe you were afraid of, of taking that step. Maybe you were just negligent or it was a hardness of heart. I want you to just pray and say, Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent for every season 
that was wasted, I repent. Lord, I repent. Jesus, I repent. I repent. I repent. I repent, oh Lord. I repent for seasons that were wasted, for opportunities that were wasted, for relationships that were wasted. You brought this my way so that I, I could gain an advantage in life, but I wasted them. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. Lord, I repent. Maybe it was a friend that brought that information to you your way, and you kept on postponing it and say, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it later, I'll do it next tomorrow. And eventually, that season just went like that. I want to say, Lord, I repent for not utilizing and uh, harnessing the opportunities you brought my way. Oh, Jesus, I repent. I repent for every wasted season. In the name of Jesus Christ, by your blood, I repent. I repent that the seasons you brought my, you bring my way next, I will not misuse them. I repent and I commit to uh, maximizing every season of opportunity in the name of Jesus. Marakoli braska samanta rekodokori. Mandas kuzi riba gadasko ruda kashanta laba riga baras demo ragi baga santa labra karates kuzasi kabata marada bago shala barada gabaska repo labate barad jagaba rade kutu rabaka rade kutu balas kasamanda ela barada kadabakanda mando horobokotis I want you to repent from laziness. Some of us may have missed opportunities because of the lazy. I want you to repent from laziness. I want you to repent from procrastination. You I want you to repent from Some of you, God gave you a legitimate business idea. God brought people your way. Doubting you kept on, you you do you allowed unbelief. I want you to repent. Say, Lord, I repent. I repent. Whatever it is you are repenting from, from calling, say, Lord, I repent. I repent from postponing. I repent from uh, procrastination. I repent from fear. I repent from the past, the fear of the future, the dreams and the dreams. You were careless about it. Being incompetent, Le bakarata kotokorika bakata kalabra baba baba ayeke kotokorika baba Lord I am so cold. Raba 
voices of doubt, voices that, that, that don't, are not aligned with your, your living for me, for every season that was wasted, whatever Blessed be your holy name. Thank you, everlasting Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. You can type your amen so I know we're together. Um, we're going on to the next prayer. All right. And it's a prayer of restoration. And please, I want you to pray this with all your heart. You know, if God plays a timeline, plays a video of our lives, and he shows us the various seasons that he had given unto us, and the ones that we have lost, it will surprise us. In fact, some of them we don't even know at all that they, they came and they left. Because sometimes the seasons come or the opportunities come in seemingly insignificant ways. It might have come from a, just you saying hello to somebody on the street in your estate, or for instance, all right, it might have come from you just engaging your colleague about a particular thing. But those seasons were missed because we either were not sensitive or, what, or, or for whatsoever reason. And what I want us to pray is restoration. I want us to pray and say, Lord, let God restore every season, every opportunity, every relationship, everything that he planted in our lives as an advantage that we lost. I want us to pray for restoration, especially mm. for seasons. Hallelujah. So let us read um, a scripture, Joel chapter 2, verse 25. This is a popular verse of scripture, but I want us to read it as, as the anchor text for this prayer. Um, the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 25 and 26. The Bible says that <clears throat> I will restore. And it's such a powerful thing, meaning that if you lost lost a business opportunity, God can restore it. If you lost a relationship, God can restore it. If you lost a, a whatever, a season of your life, God can restore it. And the reason why God is making this promise is because mm -hmm. it's within his capacity to restore. Yes. It's like a child going to meet his father and says, oh, dad, I lost my pencil. And the father says, don't worry, I'll buy you another one. It's within God's capacity to restore what was lost. Hallelujah. So it says, I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army which I sent among you. And verse 26 says, you shall eat in plenty. And this is the effect of restoration. You will eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall not be ashamed. So the effect of restoration is abundance. And um, remember the story we read in 2 Kings chapter 8, verse 3 to 6, about the woman 
who came to the king and the king said to the one of his office, office officers, go back, go, go to her, restore her land and everything that the land produced. That is restoration. And when God restores, he restores in abundance. And I want you to note when he says, I will restore to you the years. I explained, I think this was two weeks ago that he's not saying God, God is not saying I will rewind and take us back to year 2020 or to year, year 2015. No, he's not saying he'll take you back to that year where, where you, what you lost was lost. No, what he's saying is, I will restore the opportunities that the year carried. So assuming the year 2020 carried an opportunity, but you were not sensitive to it because maybe because of COVID and all the agitation around, and you missed that opportunity. God is saying that I will take the opportunity that you lost, bring it back into a year in the future or in the present that you will encounter the opportunity again. And I want us to pray for that restoration, all right? And he says that I'll restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten. It's so interesting that locusts, we know, eat grass, but this kind of locust eats years. And I want you to know that it's a trick of the devil, right? Where he, he, he causes us to miss opportunities and just years are eating. And if you ask yourself, what did I do? What did I do in the last five years? You can't think of anything significant in the last five years. That is how the enemy tries to steal years or eat years from our lives. But I want to pray for restoration. And we are saying, Lord, by your mercy, restore the years that the years that 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 were lost. Pardon my typo error. All right, the years, meaning the seasons or the opportunities that were lost. And I want us to pray this fervently in the name of Jesus Christ. We're going to spend the next ten minutes praying this. All right, we're just praying for restoration. Pray for restoration in the name of just for your life, for your health, for your business. Um, some some you know sometimes people. Just when they're about to hit a major breakthrough financially, then they fall sick. And because of the sickness, they lose that opportunity. And once the opportunity has lost, their, sick, their health comes back. But the opportunity has been lost. I want to say, Lord, restore anything that was lost. Restore in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. We are saying, Lord, restore by your mercy. Restore what was lost. By your mercy, restore what was lost in the name of Jesus Christ. By your mercy, restore what was lost. Restore what was lost. Lord, by your mercy, restore the years, the seasons, the opportunities that were lost. Restore them. Restore them. Restore them. <coughs> restore them in the name of Jesus Christ. Restore. Restore. Restore unto us the seasons that were lost. Restore unto us the relationships that were lost. Restore unto us the the, the opportunities that were lost. Lord, restore, restore what was lost, restore what was lost in the name of Jesus Christ. For your word says that I will restore. I will restore the years. 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 
Ma 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Before we move to the next prayer point, I want to read a verse of scripture that um is in um um this same Joel chapter two, but we didn't read it. I just want to show you what God does when He restores. If you look at verse Joel chapter two, verse twenty-three, it says. Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. He says, for he, for he had given you the former rain moderately, and he will cause to come down for you the rain. He says the former rain and the latter rain in the first month, meaning he would collapse experiences and give it to you at once. What that means is opportunities you, you lost last year, last two years, 10 years ago, God will bring them forward into this, into this current season. And this is the only place where carryover is accepted, where the opportunities you lost, he carries it over into this season and brings them for you. And this is the power of restoration. So I just want to encourage us, you know, even in our personal um, spaces, pray about it. The moment you sense in your heart a discomfort about where you are currently, or you sense that something should have happened long time ago that hasn't happened, I want to just begin to pray for restoration. And God in his mercy will mm. restore. Hallelujah. All right, as we proceed, progress, right? Um, second to the last prayer point is a prayer against delay. You know, last week I shared with us that one of the ways the enemy robs us of our seasons is through delay. Whether delay that is caused by us, you know, you're, you keep on um, procrastinating um, the, the action you're supposed to take for that season, or delay that was that is caused by demonic resistance. And somebody mm -hmm. will ask me, is that possible? The answer is yes, because the book of Daniel, the Bible says that um, when Daniel began to pray, um, after three weeks that Daniel started praying, the angel came to him and said, Daniel, from the very first day you started praying, you set your heart to inquire of the Lord. God answered and sent me as in response to your prayer. But I was withheld by the prince of patience, a demonic force, for three weeks, for 21 days, meaning Daniel's answer could have come three weeks ago, but if not for a, a demonic um, delay. There are some of you that your answers, some of us that our answers should have come a long time ago, but there's a demonic delay. You know those moments when you are praying about some, something and you sense in your spirit that there's a release, but that thing has not yet manifested. It is likely that there is a demonic delay. So I want us to pray against such delays. The delay in the manifestation of the things that God has prepared for us in this season, I want mm. us to pray against such delay. But, um, because when the enemy cannot stop you from stop the season from coming, which he can't, what he does is to cause a delay so that it now prolongs. And by the time it comes to your hand, it's almost like the value of that thing has is no more there because the time when you needed that thing, you know, had just has just passed, you know. So I want to read two scriptures, Isaiah chapter 66. Um, verse 7 to 9, and I want to read from the NLT. Maracusula Braskati. 
Mm-hmm. Isaiah chapter 66, um, verse 7 to 9. <clears throat> uh, Isaiah chapter 66, verse yes. 7 to verse 9. Um, let me read from the NLT. Or if anyone is there, please read from NLT for me. Okay, I'm there already. Let me just read out. So it says, before the birth pains, and by the way, while I'm reading this, someone else can just quickly turn to Ezekiel chapter 12, verse 27 to 28, so that um, we wouldn't spend more time. So back to Isaiah. Now I'm currently reading Isaiah chapter 66, verse 7 to verse 9. It says, before the birth pains even begin, Jerusalem gives birth to a son. That is talking about speed. It says, who has ever seen anything as strange as this? Whoever heard of such a thing? Has mm. a nation been born in a single day? I mean, mm. imagine a whole nation. Imagine Nigeria or, or, or England or Germany. Imagine a whole nation being born in one day. Obviously, humanly speaking, it is not impossible. But look at what it says. It says, has a nation ever been born in a single day? Has a country ever come forth in a mere moment? But by the time Jerusalem's birth pains begin, her children will be born. Meaning that even though this occurrence is not common, but for you, Jerusalem, for you and I, it will become a common experience. And this is talking about speed. Verse 9 says, would I ever bring this nation to the point of birth and then not deliver? Ask the Lord. And I'm sure we know the answer. He says, no, I will never keep this nation from being born, says the Lord. Meaning that First question he says, and he asks is, will I ever bring this nation to the point of, to a point of birth and not deliver? That means whenever God brings us into a season, his intention is to deliver whatever the season holds in stock for us. However, if for any reason the season is not delivering, then it is not God. Because the next thing he says is, no, I will never keep this nation from being born, says the Lord. God will never keep the manifestation that he has prepared for, for you in a season from happening. So if there is a delay, it is not God. It is likely the activity of the enemy. And that's why we're going to pray against such demonic delays. Amen? Okay, anybody in um, Ezekiel chapter 12? Please go ahead and read. Ezekiel 12, verse 27 to 28. Yes, please. The son of man. Son of man, the people of Israel are saying, he's talking about the distant future. His versions won't come true for a long, long time. Therefore, tell them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. No more delay. I will now do everything I have threatened. I, the sovereign Lord, have spoken it. I I love when he says, the sovereign Lord says, no more delay. And I want us to place an emphasis on that, no more delay, no more delay. You know, there are times when you sense in your spirit that something good is coming, but it doesn't now come again. It might be a demonic delay. And I want us to pray about this in the name of Jesus. For the next five to six. Let them come to pass. 
In the name of Jesus Christ. No more delay. No more delay. In the name of Jesus. No more delay. No more delay. by the word of the Lord, we declare that we Take your hands off our 
Hallelujah. No more delay. And I want you to be stirred up in your spirit. No more delay. No more delay. When God says it will happen, let it happen at that time. No more delay. No more delay in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lastly, I just want us to begin to prophesy. All right. You know, in the Ezekiel, in the book of Ezekiel 36, or is it 37 now, the story of the dry bones, the Bible says that Ezekiel said, I prophesied as I was commanded. So God spoke to Ezekiel, and Ezekiel took those words and converted them to prophecy. And I want us to prophesy a season of favor. And yes, I, I, beginning of this prayer that I mentioned earlier, that God dropped a word in my heart yesterday from Psalm 102, verse 13. And I just want us to read it before we go ahead to declare this over our lives. Psalm 102, verse 13. Let me read from, um, I'll, read, I'll read two translations. I'll read from, first from um, the NLT, then I'll read from, okay, now let me from New King James first, and then I'll read from NLT. It says, you will arise and have mercy on Zion for the time to favor her. Yes, the set time has come. And I sense strongly that God is saying to us, the set time, meaning that there's a time that God has set to favor us. Now we have entered into the time. We have entered into the season of favor. And that's what I want us to declare. Declaring over our lives, over our families, over the works of our hands, over our health, 
over upon our businesses, whatever it is, we're declaring that this time of favor has come. And we're speaking forth God's word and we're saying, now is the season of favor. And that is what I experienced in the name of Jesus Christ. NLT says, you will arise and have mercy on Jerusalem. And now is the time to pity her. Now is the time you promised to help. So this is the time that God has promised to help. And this is that season. All right, this is that season. It says, their point, um, again, I'm reading another translation. The Passion Translation says, I know you are about to arise and show your tender love to Zion. Now is the time, Lord, for your compassion and mercy to be poured out. The appointed time has come for your prophetic promises to be fulfilled. Your appointed time has come for the prophetic promises um, to be fulfilled. And this is what we're declaring. We're just prophesying and we're declaring that I was saying, saying this just as a guide. I declare over my life and family that the season has come. The season of favor has come. The season of the fulfillment of prophecies has come. Remember I said that when a season of favor comes, restoration is one of the things that happen. So I want you to declare now in the name of Jesus Christ, over your, your, yourself, your family, that you have entered the season of favor. And so you enjoy restoration. You enjoy increase. You enjoy multiplication in the name of Jesus Christ. I want us to just begin to declare that. Declare that with your own mouth as a prophecy and say, Lord, I declare that my season of favor has come. I declare for my family that my season of, the season of my favor has come. This is our season of favor. This is our season of favor. In the mighty name of Jesus. I upon my family, in the mighty name of Jesus, I declare in this season we will enjoy favor, favor from God, favor from men. In the mighty name of Jesus, we go and we shaka tonto kapalita, marakata na katoso kapariya bakatande katleke kutoshe, riba papa 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 suta katleke tegeke kuzuta kapa, Thank 
Yes, I was I want you to type it in your in the chat wherever you are prophetically. Say my season of favor has come. My season of favor has come. Hallelujah. And I just want us to, in that same note, on that same note, just begin to give God thanks. Thank him for answered prayers. Thank him for the things we have prayed about, the things we have declared, the things we have released. I want us to just say, Father, we thank you. Because indeed our season of favor has come. Thank you because you are restoring. Thank you because the things that were lost, even the things yes, we Lord. that we, we lost, Lord, you are restoring. Father, we say thank you. Ah, Lift up your voice and say thank you, God. Thank Father, you. thank you for what you are restoring. Thank you. thank you for the season you are restoring. Thank, thank you for God. the time you are restoring. Thank yes. you thank for you, the angels of restoration that thank has been in me. May angels of restoration sent to my family, sent to my family, sent to my to my life, to my colleagues, sent to me, sent to my children, sent to my father, sent to me. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. I'm so confident that our season of favor has come. Amen. Carry this, um, this consciousness, carry this prophetic word, word with you as well, and keep declaring over your life and yourself, my season of favor has come. Whatever favor comes with speed, restoration, acceleration, all of it has come in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. Okay, Father, let's, let's, let's just say a word of prayer as we conclude. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. We are grateful for the supply of your spirit, for helping us to pray these things into manifestation. We say thank you. Lord, we declare in accordance with your word that our season of favor has come. 
And we thank you because starting from this very moment, we see manifestations of this favor. We see Amen. manifestations of these seasons. Everything um, comes with all the blessings that you've placed in this season of our lives. We receive the speedy manifestation of them. We declare, oh Lord, that by your mercy, whatever we've lost in other seasons are restored to us. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray for anyone right now that may be experiencing guilt in their hearts for a, a, a season that may have lost maybe an opportunity or a relationship or a, an open door that was lost and they're feeling guilty about it. Lord, we speak peace to their hearts because we know that you are restoring. So we declare that guilt no longer has a grip on their hearts in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Amen. Father. Yes, we declare that by the time we meet next um, Tuesday, we have testimonies in honor of your word. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Praise God. Um, wow, today's prayer has been amazing. And thank you all for joining us. Um, for those of us on Mixer and on Zoom, God bless you all. Thanks for joining us. Um, just a quick announcement before we go. Um, please, if you are not part of our mailing list, so we have a mailing list where we send out emails to everyone for, um, for proper communication. So I encourage us to join. I'm dropping the link um, right now in the chat. Um, so please do join our mailing list. Um, don't worry, we don't, we don't spam anybody. We don't send unsolicited emails. We just want to communicate with us properly. So please do that. Join our mailing list. Um, I've, I've dropped that on Mixella and on Zoom. Okay. Um, all right. God bless you all. We'll meet next Tuesday and um, we're starting a new, um, we'll have a new Bible study, right? Um, and we'll, we'll, continue. we'll start that next week, Tuesday. So again, God bless you all. Thank you for joining in to, today and do have a wonderful remaining part of your day. God bless you. Bye.